We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. I would put myself in the same category as D-Wade. Now Artest is jumped over the scorer's table. Artest is in the stands. This man was a bona fide scrub. He can't play. When I go to the writers to tell me who can guard in this league, I'll put a gun to my own head. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, sponsored by BetMGM and Owner's Box. It's Friday. January 15th, 2021. Alex Berutha here with Ken K. Train Kreitz on the line. All aboard! I'm so used to saying Shannon's name second, I almost got messed up there. But Shannon is not here today. Uh, he is traveling. Um, yeah, so he's best to... Kyrie. We don't yeah. know where he is. He's... <laughs> he's exploring the flat earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, rotowire.com, the usual. Uh, we're sticking with a new format still. So waiver wire is what we'll be getting to after the news. And then we will round things out with DFS. But first, Alex, uh, you know, news. actually back to the people, uh, you know, where the people can see the show. I'm actually, believe it or not, the sucker who has to edit comments on YouTube. So if any of our fans want to leave us a message on YouTube, I'll be the guy that has to answer. Okay. Um, are you also the guy who has to, are you also the guy who has to sort through all the spam? I have to delete the porn if that's what you're suggesting. Yes. <laughs> that is exactly all the like vague porn sites that are like, Hey cutie. And then a bunch of emojis I don't get. Yeah. I have to delete all those. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's get to the news out of Portland. <laughs> yeah. My, <laughs> speaking of bad news. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, he suffered a right wrist fracture last night's home loss to the Pacers. We don't know yet if surgery will be required, but I mean, he was off to a slow start, um, averaging about 10 points, eight rebounds, only one block. I mean, Cantor, Cantor's the obvious free agent move here. He's presumably going to be the new starter. Uh, you have to remember Zach Collins is out indefinitely with an ankle stress fracture. 
And behind Cantor, you do have Harry Giles, who looked up in the preseason. Well, I'm just going to say this first, first regarding Nurkic. The Bosnian beast looked a little chubby. He looked chubby, slow. I'm not saying that that's not why he hurt his wrist. But, yeah, inauspicious start for Nurkic, who played really well in the bubble when he came back from his other injury. I don't I don't. What was he feasting on in Eastern Europe that led to the what looked like to me uh, a James Harden like weight gain? I'm just going to guess like sausage, probably. <laughs> always the tubed meats. It's always yeah. the tubed meats. But hey, let's get back to Cantor. All right, so I, I like Cantor a lot as a free agent pickup uh, for a few reasons. He was actually playing pretty well before Nurkic got injured in limited minutes. Portland doesn't really have a legitimate power forward either, you know, so Cantor has to get all the rebounds now and it's his, and that's his number one skill set. So, I mean, but uh, Alex, you've always been a Harry Giles fan. What do you, what, how do you see his upside? Yeah. Giles is, you know, someone, if you're in a deeper league, definitely worth checking out for an ad, you know, even, in, even in 14 team leagues, maybe, just because uh, Giles and Nurkic are, or excuse me, Giles and Cantor are the only two centers on the roster, really at this point. Um, and only actual bigs, I'd say. I mean, because Covington plays power forward, but he's not a real, he's not like a real power forward. No, and I don't think Portland's going to do the thing where you know they play Covington at center like Houston did. I think that's that hope is pretty much gone. Um, and Giles looked really good in the preseason, so hopefully he can keep that up. Uh, but you're right. Cantor is is the obvious ad here. He should be 10 and 10 every single night, uh, maybe closer to 15 and 10. Yeah, for a cheaper price than Nurkic was at the beginning of the season. Uh, I had Nurkic in one league. I didn't have the – well, we'll get into the free agents later. Uh, elsewhere, COVID still sweeping through uh, certain NBA teams. We do have two postponed games for tonight. Washington at Detroit is postponed, as is Golden State at Phoenix. You've also got some games where teams have some limited players available. Orlando at Boston could see a Celtic team with only eight or nine players ready to go. Tatum, Robert Time Lord Williams, and Kemba Walker, of course, are out. Jalen Brown's a game-time decision. Celtics really need Jalen Brown. Uh, on a somewhat positive note from my C's, Kemba Walker's improving. There was some hope he'd actually play tonight. That's not going to happen. Boston wants him to practice more. Uh, any thoughts on the mess in Boston, Alex? Well, uh, it's I don't know really how to think of a lot of these teams when everyone's like questionable or out. I mean, <laughs> right. it's, we're seeing this all year um, in terms of I mean, Washington now has had five players test positive for COVID-19. So I don't even know when they're going to play next. And for the Celtics. For the Celtics, we'll get to this in DFS, but Jalen Brown being questionable, you know, he's kind of the obvious number one guy here with Tatum still out um, and Walker still out for sure. So um, that's 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 really my main thought is like this is all Jalen Brown right now. You know, smart Marcus Smart, he, he's going to get a bump in usage, but he can't really carry an offense. He's still more no. like an auxiliary player. He will have the. Uh... We will see from Marcus tonight the unjustified confidence meter on full. <laughs> he's going to jack right. some ugly threes. One will go in, and he's going to, you know, I love Marcus Smart, but he offered a little too much confidence for Marcus. Uh, Cleveland not looking good either, Alex. Yeah, Sexton and Garland still out, uh, not COVID-related, just general injuries. So, you know, the good old Dotson, the coral back up, or backcourt, you know, fire that up. Um, legendary <laughs> yeah uh everyone everyone's talking about it uh so jared jared allen who just got traded to the cavaliers is uh technically a game time decision right now or questionable we just don't know his status whether or not he's going to play and it seems unlikely if they can't, it, if can't practice with hasn't practiced with him yet but yeah it, it does seem unlikely um but he would like be basically be their second best available player right now. Yeah. Sure. Uh, or Plus best Drummond, depending. Drummond's still yeah. game time. Right. Um, and I'm not really sure what the travel situation is with, co you know, coronavirus contract tracing protocols. Uh, so that's Changing tough too. Spots. Yeah. Actually I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Ken, I, you know, the nets losing Jared Allen is 
maybe is it more impactful probably than Cleveland getting him at least for this season. I really think so. I really think so. And uh, I'm going to rely heavily on ESPN's Kirk Goldsberry's tweet that I retweeted and read about a hundred times. Uh, he pointed out that, hey, since 2003-4, no championship team has ranked worse than 11th on defense. Brooklyn right now is 13th, and they just swapped their top rim protector for James Harden. DeAndre Jordan is 32 years old and showing his age. I'm just saying everyone's in love with the Nets. Uh, they're now favorites to win the East and all this. But I think they've got a real defensive issue. Uh, and I don't want to hear how Harden can or cannot turn it on for defense. I think he's going to need to shed 10 pounds before he can play good NBA defense. I'm not sure he's going to care either. Uh, anyway. I don't want to steal my old man rant, but I really liked Goldsberry's point about uh, defense winning championships. Yeah, it, it, it is a good point, and those are good numbers. Um, you know, I think, I mean, it's it's definitely possible Brooklyn has the best offense in the NBA. I don't think there's a question about that. So as long as they can stay above that that 13 mark, uh, try to get closer to the top 10, that would be good. But, you know, their numbers with Jared Allen, right, or without Jared Allen on the court are bad right now. It's 112 points per 100 possessions on defense. Um, and, you know, there's some noise in those numbers because some of that includes like Spencer Dinwiddie minutes and, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's tough to say, but they are going to have to find a way to be good at defense, which it will not be easy. Um, moving on. There is some good news out of Memphis, actually. John Morant, uh, surprisingly, can possibly play tonight he's listed as questionable uh he was originally ruled out three to five weeks back on december 29th so he is ahead of schedule um you know finally i actually finally a team and this might be more of like a me thing and just like with my work finally a team does not list a guy as day-to-day for a month okay (laughs) they listed him as out or a, they listed him as out, and then he came back a little early. It makes my life way easier. Okay. So fans of RotoWire should know Alex is having to grind his teeth and uh, swear profusely every day as he's trying to muck through all of these injuries that are NBA wide. Of course, a huge chunk of which are COVID related. So I feel your pain, and I'm happy you have at least one player that uh, is shortening your injury toll. Yeah, I wish, you know, I I wish Memphis would use that train of thought for all their players because I've been writing a Jonte Porter is out with knee soreness note every single <laughs> ahead of every single Grizzlies game for the entire oh, year. And, and, and Justice Winslow is going to be sort of maybe ready for the next three months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regardless, uh, Morant may not play tonight, but certainly get him in your weekly lineups for next week, especially since Memphis has four games coming yeah. up. Uh, tough Grizzlies are on a three-game winning streak. They've been staying afloat, actually. Yeah. Uh, Morant there, which is nice. Jonas, um, gotta give Jonas some credit. You do, yeah. And Kyle Anderson, but with Morant coming back, who knows? Yeah, that kind of ends to me the standard league viability of Kyle Slomo Anderson, who's been uh, really doing a bit of everything for Memphis with Morant and Jackson out. Nice to see Brandon Clark's number gradually improving. I have to assume that's because he's really only hitting his healthy stride right now. Um, still like Clark for quite a while because Jackson, what have we got? A couple weeks still with Jackson, I think, out? Alex? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, digging those. Uh, but, yeah, you, you you put in a number there about usage. You see uh, both An- Anderson, Brooks, and Valanchunas all losing about five percentage points on their usage rates with Morant. Sure. Hey, Grizzlies are happy to have him back. Some good news. Um, just the, those Grizzly, uh, those Grizzly fill-ins maybe you were using may not be so useful moving forward. Yeah, Alex, Morant. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, just no. Just last thing. Um, he's played 81 minutes this season, 37% usage rate out of John Morant. Uh, so I'm expecting big things out of him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was well, awesome in the preseason. The year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Ken, let's move on to uh, Philly. Yeah, uh, one of your favorites, Alex, Shake Milton. My free agent suggestion from last week, if I can shamelessly pat myself on the back, he leads the Sixers to a decisive win 
Over the very COVID-limited heat last night, 125-108, Milton saw 27 minutes off the bench, posted 31 points, seven dimes, three triples, and two steals. Not a career high for Milton. He had 39 last March and a win over the Clippers. Alex, you like Shake Milton going back to November. Talk about why you were always high on him as a late-round flyer. Yeah, I mean, Milton is a – I mean, he he's way more of a traditional point guard than Ben Simmons, right, just size-wise. Right. Um, you know, being able to score from all over the court. He's a good three-point shooter. And I figured, you know, they they run out plenty of lineups with Milton uh, in there along with Simmons because they lost – I, you know, they lost overall talent and they lost ball handlers, right? When they traded away Josh Richardson and Horford, the fit's yeah. clearly better with Curry and, and Danny Green, but those guys can't handle. Um, and any game that Embiid or or Simmons would miss, that's just going to funnel more usage to Milton, who again can actually, you know, like <laughs> dribble the ball uh, and, and shoot from outside, which is say, you know, it's something Philadelphia's always needed. Exactly, and you know, as of like now, uh, Seth Curry. Curry actually has COVID-19, right? He was diagnosed with COVID-19. He has it. Um, you know, I think the earliest he could return would probably be next week, you know, towards the end of the month. But who knows? You know, it affects everyone differently. He says he feels well. But as long as he's out, you know, Milton is just going to see uh, a boost in minutes as well as Tyrese Maxey. Uh, but Milton, Milton is someone you can add now and probably keep through the end of the year. Yeah. And, uh, Seth Curry and Danny Green are old, you know? And so when, if you're going to be uh, grabbing a guy on somebody's bench, uh, when you've got maybe, I don't want to say likely injury candidates, but uh, maybe somewhat likely just by the fact that uh, they're in their 30s, you know, it makes a little more sense to me. Um, speaking of uh, up-and-coming youngsters, Kelton Johnson last night in the Spurs loss scored a career-high 29 points on something like 70% shooting. It's... 29.6 rebounds, two triples, and two stocks. Uh, Spurs couldn't get a stop against the Rockets to win that game, but uh, Johnson looked awfully darn good, uh, especially in the first half of this. He's currently 68th in fantasy points per game and ranks 51st uh, in nine-category leagues. Alex, anything you want to add about Keldon Johnson or the Rockets? Uh, Keldon Johnson is, he's legitimately good. He's a, he's a real rotation player. Um, you know, and I've, we've said it multiple times in this podcast, I think before, or at least I've mentioned it, that I think he is the real RJ Barrett. Uh, and you know, he's someone who he doesn't take a lot of threes, but when he does, he makes them, he gets to the rim a ton. He gets fouled, uh, a ton and his his rim shooting numbers aren't even that good. He's only, you know, 59% at the rim. So as soon as that starts going in with more consistency like it was last year in the bubble, um, you know, he's going yeah. to be he's going to be a great player. He had some extremely high percentage dunks last night. <laughs> and it's it's funny uh when a shot goes up for the Spurs and Johnson's on the court, Johnson crashes the board and all other four Spurs go back on D. Like I don't think it's just a coincidence. I think that is the game plan, taking advantage of Johnson's speed and hops. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to get more boards than you'd expect from a, a small forward uh, for the rest of the year. Hey, NBA fans, Owner's Box is here to reinvent the way you play fantasy sports this season. Owner's Box is not DFS. They're the first ever weekly fantasy sports platform to combine the best elements of daily and season-long fantasy. Owner's Box is a head-to-head elimination-style format that keeps players engaged through live snake drafts and a new layer of strategy that allows you to become the ultimate fantasy GM. Compete with your opponent over seven days of fierce competition and get paid out weekly. On Owner's Box, users can brand themselves and engage socially on the platform in multiple different ways, add friends, create custom leagues, and rank up to elevate the trash talk and competition to the next level. Users are able to draft a new team every single day and participate in different types of contests to keep the fantasy experience fresh and fun so you're never out of the game. To tip off the NBA season, if you sign up free now, Owner's Box will match your first deposit up to $500. Think you got what it takes to be a weekly fantasy GM? Visit ownersbox.com slash rotowire to claim your bonus and make a name for yourself today. 
All right, sir. Well, it's time for the usual uh, waiver wire segment as we're making a now weekly staple versus changing the theme each week. No Shannon. So you and I are each going to throw a few extra names in. Rules are going to make sure we mention one player available in 50% of leagues and then at least one long shot. Uh, Alex, why don't you start with a couple of big men that are widely available? Kelly Olenek, uh, 47% of Yahoo the clinic. leagues. Yes. Uh, that was 40% his of- attempted nickname. It never really took off. But at one point, you could buy Kelly Olenek the clinic flip-flops. <laughs> I don't know I, why, and I'm glad I didn't jump on those. Sounds like a collector's item. <laughs> like you, would not, you would not wear those. You put those in some sort of oh, glass yes. display. Laminate them, glass case on the fancy <laughs> shelf. Yeah. Uh, available in 35% of, uh, excuse me, he's rostered in 35% of ESPN leagues, rostered in 47% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, this is someone you can probably add for the whole year uh, with relative confidence. 74th ranked player in A category leagues. It's a real role this season. He's starting alongside Bam Adebayo. Uh, and we all know, like throughout his career, it's not been a, you know, we, we've known that when he gets his 28 to 30 minutes, he can put up numbers and, and be a good fantasy player. So Including threes. Including threes, including assists. He's just a really well-rounded forward. Uh, so uh, definitely grab him up. Also, make sure DeAndre Jordan is not available uh, in your league. I think it's, They're you know, it's kind that of... that old man into the ground. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I was able to find his percentage across multiple sites because he's not in the top 185 right now. I want to say Yahoo. Um, Yahoo, he's rostered in 65%, 67% leagues. Okay, it's it's tough because people still like the name value of DeAndre yeah, exactly. and, and points leagues a little more viable. But um, was that last night? No, two nights ago we saw 29 minutes against double, the double. Knicks. Double doubled, yeah. Um, and I think actually, I mean, Harden, Durant, and Kyrie are gonna make his life so easy. Um, yeah. The pick and rolls are just going to be really easy for him. He can chill in the dunker spot. People are going to have to ignore him because they're going to focus so much defensive attention on. Uh, the big three plus Joe Harris. So uh, he, he should not be on a waiver wire. Yeah. That, he's going to do all the dirty work. He's not going to have to score, but he's going to get, uh, he, he should, he should fall into at least eight rebounds a game, even at his age. Yeah. And he's not, he's shooting to 80% from the field right now. So he's not really taking any shots. He can't make at this point. Right. Right. They're all within one foot or less. <laughs> yeah, uh, tippets. He's gonna get a ton of tippets, but they're all everyone's rushing to the arc to get get Harden, uh, Durant, or if Kyrie comes back, no one will be in the key. It'll just be Jordan and the ball. <laughs> uh, I also have a big man uh, for my uh, available in half a leagues pick. Not quite available in half a leagues. I'm cheating a little. He's available in 46 percent of Yahoo leagues. But Enos Cantor, rebound machine. We already talked. No Nurkic. Uh, and he's doing well when Nurkic was healthy. They only have one backup center and Giles. And uh, as I pointed out, they don't really have any legitimate power forwards, frankly, uh, in Portland, at least not any old school power forwards. So Cantor is, is going to get a ton of rebounds. He'll also fall into 12 points. Half of those will be tip-ins. Uh, so another good uh, center, especially if you're in a two-center league. Yeah, Cantor's not going to see... 36 minutes, but per 36 minutes, he averages 19 points and 17 rebounds. So yeah. the double um, doubles will be frequent. Yeah. Again, he only, you know, a guy who only needs to see 22 minutes maybe to, to be fantasy relevant. He was practically there anyway. And right now uh, in eight category leagues, he's the 123rd ranked player in 19 minutes. Yeah. So even, even if he plays two more minutes a game, he should probably still be on a roster in 12, you know, to 14 team leagues. And he's going to play more than that, obviously. Um, okay. My long shot of the week. I have one, uh, right now I do like yours so we can piggyback off of that a little bit, but Jared Vanderbilt, uh, and he'll come up in the DFS section too. Juan Hernan Gomez out 10 plus days due to health and safety protocols. Uh, they did not say he had COVID initially. Don't know what the situation is there. You know, teams keep that pretty private. Uh, Jake Lehman also out with a personal issue, but the game before that he was out with a personal issue, he was a DNPCD. So um, he might be close. They, to they were thinking of putting that on Lehman's jersey. 
they might for a while. Remember at the start of the season? Remember at the start of the season where they're like, uh, yeah, he's the, he might start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah now he doesn't play. Um, <laughs> Vanderbilt, uh, you know, he's, he's helped some people in DFS. Um, he's a grinder. He's a grinder who hustles. He will get more rebounds than he deserves. Uh, you know, he plays with a chip on his shoulder because he wasn't that high a pedigree. Right. Um, you know, he in games that he's seen at least 15 minutes, he's averaging 9.7 rebounds, two and a half stocks and one assist. Uh, and, you know, you can obviously prorate those numbers to 25 minutes. And that's someone who is is definitely worth rostering uh, I've been, in I've fantasy. Been, I've been griping about a lack of old school power forwards. I think Vanderbilt actually sort of is an old school power forward. Six, nine doesn't shoot threes, likes to stay in the paint, grab rebounds if you need boards. Uh, yeah, I, I like some Vanderbilt. I'm trying to look how many weeks, how many games they got this week. I'm not sure. I'm not going to find that fast enough time. Um, all right, well, I'm going to go to my long shot of the week. First, I still want to point out Shake Milton is still available in two-thirds of leagues on Yahoo. Uh, Sixers only have three games this week, but uh, maybe we call this the Shake Milton episode, but uh, make sure he is, uh, you know, if, he, if available, grab him. But I'm going to go for uh, another long shot. I can't shake uh, my interest in Lonnie Walker. The guy's just a walking bucket. I think this Derek White injury is really going to make the Spurs regret handing Derek White that four-year contract. Walker looks great. Johnson looks great. They have young, quality talent on the Spurs team. And I I just think White's um, upside's limited. But uh, am I off the rails there? I, I like White. I thought the contract was a little much, but you know the Spurs are definitely one of those teams willing to overpay for guys that they feel like are good system guys that are just good guys in general, right? Um, yeah. But I, 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 I'm with you. Stream. Yeah, I, I'm with you on Lonnie Walker. He's not a high usage guy, but you watch him play, and it's very clear that he is a good player. Um, he's an insane also, athlete. As well. And Vassal Vassal has high upside too. Like I, I just worry White's going to be a minutes clogger on a team that needs to lean more into their talented youth. Well, I mean they they have Patty Mills still playing twenty five minutes a game. <laughs> I think leading their bench in scoring and shots. Yeah, he's a yeah. six man of the year candidate right now. I mean, just based on like pure numbers. Um, yeah. But yeah, as soon as you know, I mean. Who knows how long Patty Mills is going to be on that team? I think there's some sort of blood oath between him and Popovich about playing 20 minutes a game. Uh, so we'll see <laughs> when that Popovich comes to trade Mills, though? I can't see him doing no, that. No, no, no. He will be on that team, I think, as long as he wants to be yeah, plays like playing 42. professional basketball. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that I hope that we can see him turn into slowly turn into Boris Diaw, where he just gets really fat and he's like a, a five foot eleven. Well, really, he was a little. He was a little chunky early in his career, right? What was the nickname they had for him? Was he Pudgy Mills or what were they called him? I don't know, but he's skinny now. He's uh, skinny now. He can... Oh, he's in great shape now. And yeah. hands down would beat you and I in a 50-yard dash, no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think early in his career, there was some amusing nickname for his uh, weight issue. It's not I, maybe it was Mills, Pudgy. is it? What's that? Oh, maybe <laughs> may have been, yeah, may have been the obvious fatty patty. Patty cakes? cakes? Patty cakes. I don't know. Look that up. Let's, uh, uh, <laughs> here, why don't you take one of my two of the long shots and I'll look up Mills. I don't think they're going to put that on basketball reference though. I, I, I have his page up. It's either patty cakes or Pat stacks. And I don't know if either of those are patty cakes. I think was the polite overweight nickname for him, but not, uh, the one everyone used. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we talked about Giles already, you know, someone 1% rostered, uh, and then Patrick Williams as well. Uh, I, I like Pat Williams. I mean, I thought they reached by drafting him at four. I thought it was weird that nobody really mentioned him getting drafted at four as being a reach. Everyone's like, kind of like, yeah, Patrick Williams. He didn't start in college, but you know, whatever. It's like, wait, what do you well, mean? We were, whatever. We were all screaming Halliburton, Halliburton, you know? Yeah. That's part of the problem too. Um, but he's, he's looked good. Um, you know, he, his shot is really smooth. He's shooting 46% on threes right now, which will not sustain, but he's a great free throw shooter. So some of that's going to be real. Um, solid oh, rebounder. Porter already having health issues again. Now he's got a back issues. Probable for tonight, but. 
Yeah. Um, I think Williams is more of a 14 to 16 league guy, but if you have a bench spot in a deeper league, not a bad option, especially on any weeks that he's a, he's a, he's a good streaming option. You know, if the bulls are on a four game week, uh, you're in a deep league. That's someone who is, is definitely viable. The Rotowire NBA podcast is brought to you by BetMGM. Sports bettors know that magic happens when you turn a hunch into action and apply the right amount of expertise. That is why BetMGM has teamed up with Rotowire to offer new BetMGM customers a free six month Rotowire subscription when you placed your first bet. Register on the BetMGM app or website and use promo code ROTO, that's ROTO, R O T O, to claim your free subscription. Once you make your first sports wager, you'll receive a season's length of Rotowire's unmatched sports insights. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks by signing up and placing your first bet today. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Nevada, Tennessee, and West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and Nevada and 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey and West Virginia. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Let's get to Friday's DFS. Yeah. Uh, 10 games late tonight. Um, is it still 10 games with the postponement? I was, I was just wondering that. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think it's eight now. Eight, eight now. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Eight. That's no, okay. Uh, my bad. So just, just remember if you're playing DFS that it is Washington and Detroit not playing as well as Phoenix and Golden State not playing. And those are issues on the Phoenix and Washington side that are preventing those games. From happening, the highest over-unders, three highest Mavs at Bucks, 228.5, Clippers at Kings, 228.5, Hawks at Jazz, 226.5. That was kind of surprising to see, considering how good the Jazz are <laughs> defensively. Yeah, I don't know if that speaks to the Hawks' offense or the Hawks' defense. <laughs> uh, Hawks' defense has been good, so I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'm uh, not buying I'm taking the under there. Yeah. I'm you, telling you, you that should. now. In our wagering... In our wagering, are we doing the column today? In our wagering column today, the roundtable, I'm taking the under in that game. Uh, yeah, well, actually, I will get that out. We'll post that today. And, shame, uh, and, I'm, and as you know, I am due. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starting out a little cold this season, but uh, I don't, yeah, probably shouldn't advertise that. <laughs> I don't even know if Hero got his 25 points or not. I don't think not. he did. He didn't score the whole fourth quarter. 17. That's unbelievable. So, Alex and I and Shannon, when we're watching games at night, like to annoy each other with good and bad moves we made. Or uh, often, if depending on how much whiskey I've had, I'll just cry about the dumb decisions I made. And last night, I thought the Heat would give the Sixers a run, and that did not occur. <laughs> I mean, it, actually, it wasn't far off. I, I think, I mean, you were in contention for a backdoor cover in that game. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking, okay, Miami's going to at least play a full 48 minutes of basketball, right? And they might, exactly. Even if they're getting blown out when they're facing the, the Sixer reserves, uh, they could at least get close to making a game of it. But yeah, it didn't happen. All right, well, let's, we got a long list of injuries. So let me go with who, let me list who's out. Then you can talk about the game times. And we're just sticking to the big names here. But Jason Tatum out, Evan Fournier out, Colin Sexton and Garland out for the Cavs. Josh Richardson out for the Mavs. Ricky Rubio Gallinari, Joe Ingles, and Alonzo Ball all out, and there are other smaller names as well. What about our game-time decisions, Alex? Uh, LeBron, uh, ankle injury, but he's played on it. Um, This is another situation where I think LeBron's going to be questionable every single game this year with this ankle injury that he suffered the second game of the season. Uh, He he might be your lead teeth grinder as far as having to always update that. He's close. Um, I'm just, Who's the I, most annoying injury player in your updates? Um, Jonte Porter. Yeah, no question. Oh, wow. He missed all of last season with a knee issue, and now he's day-to-day with a knee issue. I, <laughs> and also, barely worth the keystrokes, right, as far as fantasy relevance. <laughs> there's some copy-pasting occasionally going on. <laughs> um, Darius Baisley, 
John Morant, Chris Stapps, Porzingis. Those are pretty big names that you should keep an eye on for this and slate. I act- it's actually an ankle. Like he got a little ankle boo boo in the last game, you know, versus the yeah. inju- injury. So we'll see. I think that's a legit, at least keep an eye on it. But I right. uh, can't stress this enough. This is why we have tonight's lineup page on RotoWire, as well as our injury report. So you're going to want to check these before setting your lineups on the RotoWire site. Go to lineups. I I have a question, Ken, because do you think Jeff Teague is capable of playing 30 minutes? Do you think that's in him? He's kind of in the DeAndre Jordan, oh my goodness, the minutes are there, but I don't think this old man can handle it category. Uh, well, and, we, and we're listing Peyton Pritchard as the starter um, with Marcus moving over to shooting guard. Yeah, I... I I Teague is cheaper on fan, you're asking because Teague's cheaper than Pritchard on FanDuel. I wound up at 200 bucks I couldn't figure out to spend, so I spent the extra on Pritchard. But no, I'm with you. He has the shooting percentage is not great this season. He has spurts where he looks good, and then he suddenly looks old. So I'm going right. to say no. I don't think he has it in him. Yeah, I ask because we have him. I'm looking, you know, I'm looking at our projections. We have him for 27 minutes. And again, we mentioned all the injuries with Boston. Like the the rotation is extremely thin. It could be like eight guys, but Teague's only played 25 minutes once this year. And he played. I mean that that game he had 38 fantasy points. But there have been a lot of other situations where the Celtics have been down guys, and he's just still 19, 20 minutes. Yeah, he doesn't. You know, he's like the opposite of what we were talking. Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson's on a pogo stick. And Teague looks like he's wondering what all the rules are about the NBA pension. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like all right, if I played 10 seasons and this many games, do what was the pension kicked to this level? Did I do all my 401k matching like I should have? You know, uh, he just doesn't look like he's got the gas in the tank. So I, okay. I uh, Pritchard. He's got all the energy in the world, but he's he's still making dumb, a few dumb rookie mistakes. No matter how much you know, we love him. Uh, it, it could be a silly game, right? I mean, obviously the Magic have problems at point guard too. They've got Cole Anthony playing. Honestly, Cole Anthony seems like a great matchup for Pritchard. You go rookie on rookie, and you don't have some vet that's gonna you know uh, pull some tricks on Pritchard that he hasn't seen before. So I feel like tonight's the night for Pritchard. What the heck? I am also woefully biased, I should admit, as you saw in the picture I sent out last night, my Celtics blanket arrived in the mail yesterday. Very happy. Nice addition to the man cave. Yes. Uh, I do like Pritchard going up against Cole Anthony. That's yeah. that's a good call. Um, okay. Uh, let's get into some picks. Value, I mentioned him earlier, but Jared Vanderbilt, 4,200. 4,200. Uh, Got to do Yeah, I mean, practically, practically the minimum here against Memphis. Uh, we haven't projected... For 30 minutes, uh, he could certainly hit that. And uh, right now in games that he's seen at least 10 minutes, he's putting up over one fantasy point per minute. Uh, so they could certainly be a big game for Vanderbilt against Memphis. And Memphis, respectable defensive team. Right. Yep. So it's not it's not an absolute It'll lock, slow the, Slower pace. Slower pace. What's the over-under on that? Um, well, the, the Timberwolves are expected to score 113 over under is 224, 224. Uh, Yeah. Not bad actually. Yeah. Well, and excellent candidate for a cheap double, double, frankly. Right. Yeah. If you're on, if you're on DraftKings, you get the double, double bonus potentially. Um, if you're on FanDuel, you're going to like the steals and blocks. He can potentially get you. Um, how about you, Ken? Who's your value? Well, my value play, uh, really all 100% due to COVID, is Tristan Thompson because he's the only sure big, true big, to play for the Celtics. We're going to see a lot of Grant Williams minutes, uh, but uh, Tristan Thompson's only 4,400 versus Orlando. They also need Thompson, frankly, to slow down uh, Vucevic for the Magic. So I think we're going to see Daniel Tice is a game-time decision. I may back out of Thompson if Tice is going to play. Uh, but, uh, anyway, I like Thompson as a ch- very cheap option at 4,400. Uh, and, uh, you mentioned Vanderbilt. I have him locked into my lineup as well. Yeah. I like the Thompson. If Tice is out, Thompson call is great. Um, especially since they're going up against Orlando and you need someone to check Vucevic. Cause if you try to put like Grant Williams on Vucevic, 
I don't think that's going to get ugly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so my my kind of chalky high priced guy, who I think is just going to be, you know, someone you definitely playing cash games. Yeah, fifty uh, fifties. Jalen Brown, nine thousand dollars against Orlando. We talked about the situation. Assuming he's available, where he's quite. This is like Levert last week. This is our. You're just going to have to start there and make other moves around. <laughs> you have to have Jalen in there, right, Alex? You pretty much have to. There's some wiggle room if you're in a GPP because if you're trying to dodge, you know, roster percentage and all that. But yes, Jalen Brown, uh, play him if he's available. Otherwise, if he's not available, uh, I'm going to go with Kawhi Leonard, 9,600 against the Kings. Uh, Also from, I think, Kirk Goldsberry, the Kings have the worst defense in the NBA. It's actually their defense is worse than the Bucks' offense comparably, which is disturbing something. <laughs> yeah. uh so you got Kawhi at less than ten thousand. uh someone who's hit the 50 fantasy point mark uh what is this six times this season and has hit 60 before so uh someone who you can definitely fit into a lineup uh on a day there's a lot of value i'll i might as well dive into my other my chalk pick then uh i've got zach levine uh, at Oklahoma City, there's no Sadoransky, so they're they're lacking some backup minutes. Uh, n- nice over-under here. Uh, we mentioned them as one of the top ones. So uh, I have a good feeling about Zach Levine gunning quite a bit tonight uh, against the Thunder. Yeah, Levine, $9,000. Uh, four yep. times he's hit 50 fantasy points, uh, and three of those were over 58. So you, you have to definitely like him against OKC. Uh, who just doesn't feel the real team for the most part. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see if Al Horford gets switched on him how many times. And Al, Al in the back of his mind is like, oh, boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Al's got that same, like, 401k <laughs> matching, you know, NBA pension math going on in his head while he's out there. I was watching, um, what was it? Oh, I was watching Spurs Thunder the other day. Uh, just the recap version, that, the 10-minute recap yeah. switch. They post on YouTube, which I should mention uh, how nice that is for people. If you're looking to just watch NBA in general. Yeah. Thank you, uh, NBA. I love that. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was watching LaMarcus Aldridge go up against Al Horford. Let me tell you, uh, I, you know, why go? Is it 2002? A, yeah. I could have just drove down to that YMCA that Shannon took me to that one time and just sat on the bench. Or near the sideline and watch that. Al Horford at one point caught the ball at three, pump faked while LaMarcus Aldridge was closing out and then drove by LaMarcus Aldridge like he was a chair and actually <laughs> spun Aldridge around. Like Aldridge, you know when you get burned so bad in defense yeah. that you actually turn the other direction to start running and chasing the guy? That's what happened. Um, I mean, Polo Polo's not good, but at least it gives him some rim protection. That Rockets oh, yeah. game like, Night. Boy, the Spurs defense looked bad. Just they could not get a critical stop that whole second half against a I get it, feisty, happy that James Harden's gone Rockets team, but that if you're a legitimate playoff contender, you can get stops on that Rockets roster. Yeah, Aldridge can't bend his knees anymore, which is a problem for trying to play defense. <laughs> Um, that, that should be one of the litmus tests. <laughs> yeah, you could you could like tape two by fours to his legs and it wouldn't affect his game at all. Uh, all right, I'm going to throw out one more value pick. Yes, Go to please. Cleveland. We mentioned their uh, their injury issues. Damian Dotson's 5,000 uh, is the starting point guard. Uh, obviously, I love Dotson because he's the starter, not necessarily his game. But he's also facing a New York Knicks backcourt that I just have no respect for. Uh Mia Copa, I suggested Austin Rivers uh, as a, a long shot pick last week. Uh, they've been throwing over a half an hour playing time a game at him, and he hasn't done much with it. So I apologize to the greater fantasy community. But uh, that, that Knicks backcourt, I just loathe some. I don't think Thibodeau's going to have any magic that fixes their uh, talent woes there. Uh, so anyway, I like Dotson, even though he's uh, perked up a little at 5K. Yeah, you ha- you have to still like the value in this Cleveland backcourt. You know, my only initial concern is that this game is going to be a complete, de- not defensive slugfest, but offensive snooze fest. Uh, like the over <laughs> very, low like, under. very low yeah. under, very low under. Yeah, you never know. I don't trust either of these teams, and that could just bore out. You know, on, on the defensive end of the court, and uh, they could end up being a higher over under. Um, 
Drummond, you know, someone also, like Drummond game time decision with his, yeah. I guess his Achilles issues flaring up again. Uh, so if he does not, maybe I should uh, couch this recommendation, but I love Dotson a ton if Drummond doesn't play because there goes, they're not going to be dumping it in the key if Drummond's out. And if Drummond and Jared Allen don't play, then it's all JaVale McGee again. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he and Larry Nance actually going back to being a big guy. Yeah. Uh, someone that I think will be – actually, I might throw a couple names here, but someone who might have low low roster value just in terms of someone who can maybe get you 45 to 50 fantasy points that I don't think will be in enough lineups. Drew Holiday, uh, 7,600 uh, against the uh, Mavericks. That's a really high over-under game. And the thing with Drew Holiday is he's great fantasy point per minute-wise. It's just that, again, as has been the story with the Bucks over the past two years – they're in a ton of blowouts, uh, blowout victories, and these guys play 27 minutes, 28 minutes. But he's, you know, for the season, 31 minutes, 35 fantasy points. So if he can get you closer to 35 minutes, uh, he could easily be pushing 40 fantasy points. And that's a mark he's hit five times this season. Um, I just think people are going to look at all the other value around the slate and just really gloss over his name you know how you do that you're looking yeah. through the roster and you yeah. just gloss over guys you're like andrew <laughs> holiday but he could go for 45 yeah yeah no that's fair and uh um milwaukee one of the teams really not having COVID issues which is nice and budenhauser does love to play his bench a lot but you'd think with especially if porzingis plays this should be close and holiday should get a lot of minutes yeah i'm also going to note quick i do like aaron gordon against the celtics uh, past two games, he's seen at least 35 minutes and is averaging 38 fantasy points in those in those games. And we talked about Boston's injury issues. They're still going to play good defense, uh, but you have to be. Uh, but they need bodies. They're going to they're have tired bodies trying to play defense. 6,500 yeah. for Gordon on FanDuel. Uh, I like that point a lot. Um, uh, though, hey, Boston, the, the, the players that do play for Boston should be awfully well rested. I don't think they've played in six days, so they should have some pep in their step. True. Okay. Um, that's it for DFS. So, Ken, let's get into your old man rant. This might be the most obvious old man rant of all time. I hate James Harden. He absolutely quit on the Rockets, an organization that bent over backwards to make him happy. Harden scored 17 points a game his last five games for Houston, yet he says he gave it all he got. That is ridiculous. Shaq and Barkley took him to task on TNT last night. I totally agree with him. My favorite quote was when Chuck said, KD went from the Splash Brothers to the Dribble Brothers. I loved it. Houston got uh, Harden, Dwight Howard, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, his own personally designed offense, and they never won a meaningful playoff series. Harden shot 42.1%. 42.1% in the eight years of playoff games he was in for Houston. And he has no comprehension of playoff defense. I know the Nets are now favorites to win the East, but I still hate this soap opera. I need some semblance of loyalty for my NBA stars. Durant, Irving, and Harden, each of them, are now each on their third team. I can't take them seriously. Go Giannis! Yeah, Harden, Waylon mentioned this on, I think, SiriusXM. Is, yeah. is this like the least likable collection of superstars that's ever been put together? <laughs> yes, yes. It's it's uh, it's the Legion of. <laughs> I'll have to work on a better nickname, but yeah, I've never. Uh, yeah, I've yeah, it is. I how do we measure unlikability? But these guys all win, you know. And uh, I still like Perk giving Durant heat for bailing on the Thunder, you know. Uh, so, yeah, there's reasons to dislike this whole team, uh, this whole collection of stars. And uh, I'm in first in line in the dislike there. I'm sure Shannon would defend Harden if he was here. What would Shannon say, Alex? Uh, you know, Shannon would say, hey, look, he's one of the best offensive players ever, uh, probably. But, I, you know, I don't think that's bad for the league, though. I mean, remember, the league hasn't oh, yeah. had a villain in a while. That's you know? true. I mean. The Warriors were kind of the villain, but people loved them so much just in terms of the way they played. that They didn't get the quite the buy-in, I think, from the public like the Big Three Heat did when everyone yeah. hated the Big Three Heat. Um, and I think the <laughs> Nets might 
The net, I think the Nets might qualify here where people just want to see them lose. I do want to see Durant get really angry at Harden uh, and Irving for dribbling way too much. Uh, you know, I, you know, we're all pointing out to Kyrie being MIA. It might actually be good for this Nets team if Harden gets to play three or four games without having to share the ball with Irving. Uh, he might be a lot happier. Um, I don't know how he's going to magically lose that weight he added in the offseason. Uh, I don't know how he magically starts to play defense. But yes, we have our 2021 villain, and it is these Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I think we avoided mispronounced names, actually. On Shocking. Pod. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that that pretty much wraps it up for us. Thank you, everybody. Uh, for joining us on the Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by BetMGM and Owner's Box. Ken, take us out of here. Let's go to Washington, D.C., where last year Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi said about Golden State Warrior and constituent Draymond Green, quote, I like his spirit. There's something about it. Then former Roto-Wire scribe and current athletic writer Fred Katz posted, classic Pelosi, by the way, to wait until there's no wall to come to a Wizards game. Attention passengers, this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.